If you're listening, you've officially checked in. We've created a podcast to give you an exclusive peek into our discussion of subjects that sit heavy on our soul. Sharing our raw experiences, faults, and growth, being our authentic selves in our purest form, in hopes that we encourage you to push through your own journey. So here we are, giving you all of us. No No secrets, no lies, just bills. I'm Sarah. And I'm Swaya. Welcome Welcome to Soul Spills. Welcome back to Soul Spills. We're on episode number two. Today's topic is about postpartum. So we're going to jump right into it, starting with our pregnancy journey. So Sarah, how did you feel when you first found out you were pregnant? I felt overwhelmed because I felt a million things at once. I found out I was pregnant after I found out I had a miscarriage. So ultimately, I felt relief because the miscarriage was hard to deal with. I was really, really upset over that. And so when I found out I was pregnant again, I was like, wow, it's a blessing. And then, and then the reality of it hit down on me. Like, okay, damn, but I'm 21. I'm No, I was 20. Living with my parents, how the fuck am I going to make this work? So then I started stressing. I felt depressed. I'm like, what are other people going to think? So it was a mixture of emotions, happy, relief, and then stressed and like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And what about you? Mm, I felt happy, but also overwhelmed because like, I've never gone through this and scared also because I don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 25 and I was really nervous to tell my parents because I just don't know their thoughts. I think I, I kind of cared about their thoughts more than mine. Mm. You know, trying to be perfect. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not married yet. and uh, Right. The judgment. Yeah. The criticism. What are people going to say? What are, what are they going to think? Yeah. But yeah. Keith and I, I think we we're like, oh, my God, like, is this really happening? Like, we're both happy? <laughs> you and yeah. Keith? At first, it was like, oh, my God, like, I'm pregnant? You're pregnant? Right. Yes. And then shock. it was like a cheesy moment. And Oh, you're smiling. Should we do this? Is this what we're doing? Yes, we're doing this. Like, you know, so I think, like, automatically, I already know we had confirmation. This is what we wanted, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I was, yeah, I was more scared to tell my parents. Scared. Yeah. I was yeah. scared, too. That's why I didn't tell my dad until I was seven months pregnant. Well. Yeah. My, I mean, my plan was to go my entire pregnancy not telling him and just showing up with the baby. But why? Because I was so fucking scared. I was living in fear throughout my entire pregnancy. That's My mom and my dad were living at separate places at this point. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to live with my mom until I pop this baby out and then show up and he can't be mad. But... Around Christmas time, my mom and my dad went to my mom's family's house, and on that car ride, she told my dad that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so he came knocking at her house, because that's where I was staying. He was knocking at the door. Josh and I were both there, and I was just, I was so scared. I just ran out. Like, he didn't get to talk to me. I just ran out. Damn. I dropped Josh off, and I slept in my car that night, but then my dad sent me a text at, like, 2 in the morning, and it was the most reassuring text I've ever gotten. He's like... I'm going to love my granddaughter no matter what. This, for some whatever reason, this was meant to happen. So I'm here for you. I support you. And that was the last thing I expected from my yeah. dad. It was like everything you thought it was going to be is the complete opposite. Yes. You know, I thought he was going to yell, tell me I'm a failure, kick me out, tell me I'm a disappointment, all of this. Just imagine if you would have told him earlier how more supportive you would have felt throughout your pregnancy. Honestly, because that was stressing me out. Those seven months, I was stressing so much over my dad. Like, how is he going to react? Because I'm a daddy's girl. I didn't want to disappoint him. I really, that was like one of my biggest fears in life is disappointing my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I do good, I feel good because I'm like, okay, my dad's going to be proud. And then this happened. I'm like, how is he going to take it? 
So that text was all the reassurance I needed. It was a huge, like, thousand-pound weight lifted off my shoulders. I love that. Once since I told my parents, I was, like, shitting bullets. <laughs> what, what did your parents say? They were happy, like, so excited. Yeah, they Uh were so happy, and they were so happy that I was with Keys. so it it worked out. I had, like, a really great pregnancy. I felt, like, super supported, you know, Mm -hmm. and then um, Keys helped me with everything. I literally didn't have to do shit. He was there for me the Mm -hmm. whole time, and that plays, like, your man plays a big role. That's huge. In your pregnancy, and and that help, and going with you to every doctor's appointment, things are like that. That's very important to me. Every ounce of support matters when you're pregnant. Yeah, so he was definitely there the whole way. Mm. And how would you say your symptoms were? I had zero symptoms my whole pregnancy. So that was fucking great. Shit on me. <laughs> zero symptoms. Um, my man gained all the weight. I wow. mean, I gained weight too, but like he gained, gained weight. Goodly. He was the nauseous one. He was like, he had all the bad symptoms and I was just chilling. Gaining your happy weight. Yes. Gaining your happy food. Yes. <laughs> Can't Yours relate. can't relate. Every I would try to eat my happy food, but I would throw it all up. I threw up until I don't know seventeen weeks, um, and then I threw up again in the third trimester. So I really mm-hmm. got like a four week break from throwing up. Besides that, I had every other symptom. Everything that they say you feel when you're pregnant. That's how I felt. I craved ice. I chewed ice like crazy. I heard that a lot of women. Like, I, I did didn't. Not... I hear women crave paint chips, dirt. Yeah, which I'm grateful. I, I only crave spicy that. food and um fruit. That's that was my craving. Damn, I would go to Seven Eleven and get a whole big gulp and fill it with ice, and oh, I would just eat yeah. that. Oh no, no, I, I did crave soda. Keith had to hide all no, the soda. He soda. told me we cannot have soda anymore. <laughs> and every time I would go soda for breakfast, outside. yeah, that's nasty. I needed that. <laughs> Every time I drink it. Sure, well, nothing's changed. Yeah. No, I don't drink soda anymore. Oh, you're right. You Energy like a drinks. month ago. <laughs> a month ago, but a year. Okay, so. Okay, so we had polar opposite pregnancies. You were all happy. You had those happy, glowy, yes, look at me, bitch, I'm pregnant. I'm like, hood over the head. Don't look at me. Don't stare at me. Yes, I'm pregnant. Don't say oh shit about God. it. Yeah. <laughs> there definitely, like, shows how every pregnancy is different. Diff- every pregnancy. I feel like. You would have had a greater pregnancy if you knew the support that you did have. Yes. yes because I knew the support that I had, you know. And You're I, right. I tell my parents really early in my first trimester, and that played a big pro. So I just felt good, you know, and I felt like you would have had that feeling. You're right. If you had that. Yeah, because I felt very alone during my pregnancy. I felt like I had no support, and I was so scared of telling people because of what they would say. I mean, honestly, even from my boyfriend, that wasn't the best support, and he's probably going to get mad when he hears this, but it wasn't the best support from him because we were both stressed. And you can't help someone else if you don't help yourself first. And we were both drowning under the stress of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just felt like I had nobody until you came in the picture. And that's the first time I felt like that ray of light. But after I gave birth, that's when it was like, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I can make it work. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it's because you're living, like, in your worries mm. during pregnancy. Living I in your worries. for sure. You know, your thoughts, what's going to happen? How is this going to be? How am I going to do this? You know? And you really just have to look at the glass half full instead of half empty because mm-hmm. that'll keep you pushing. Did some people support you after your pregnancy and not during your pregnancy? Me, my dad and I, we fell off like a lot during my pregnancy and after. So I don't know. I think that um, expectations of what grandparents should be, it wasn't what it was. You know, my mom, she was there like day one, right. everything I needed. Like she was like my ace. And still now, she's the greatest, mm-hmm. like, grandma ever. So I'm not making excuses or anything, but I still I feel like some people are just going on their journey and trying to figure yeah. this shit out, and they're just not ready for certain things. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, my expectations were a little high. Like, okay, grandparents are this, like, you know, and that. And, and I don't expect them to do anything because I hold my own as far as my child. But 
just you kind of see who like really cares right or like really asks about your child yes. once you have a kid like okay you said yes. this and you said this like but do you really care or, right during your pregnancy everybody's like oh my god i can't wait to be in their life what yeah. do you need blah 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 but after you have your your child that's when you really see who meant it and who didn't mm-hmm. and that's how i choose my friends now is the people who show up for me i show up for them and the people who said that they were going to be there and actually mean it i respect them and i value them and the people who said they're going to be there and then i had my baby and like where are you at? It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to be in my life. I'm better off without you. Yeah. Like, people really love my daughter, and they show up for me in ways I would never expect, and that means the world to me. Yeah, especially, yeah, when you don't expect it, it's like, wow, you thought about my kid? Right. Like, you know, like, it's this like deep. My <laughs> own certain, not going to name names, but certain people in my so-called circle don't show up for my baby, and then certain people outside of my circle are trying to show up for my baby, even mm-hmm. though we barely had a relationship beforehand. Mm-hmm. And that... That just says so much yeah, to me. Yeah, because then that puts pressure on, like, who are you choosing for the godparents mm-hmm. and this and that. And, like, things change. Things people change big change, time. People expect know? to be in your life after you have a baby. And then people expect for you to show up on their doorstep. Like, here's my baby. Here. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how it works. You show up for the people that show up for you. And I'm just grateful for the people who have shown up for me, who have shown up for Aura. Because postpartum is, at least for me, is difficult. That's when... I mean, throughout my pregnancy, I felt very lost. Like, what am I going to do with my life? Mm -hmm. And then postpartum, I felt numb. I felt kind of like whatever happens, happens. If I do something with my life, cool. If not, cool. It's like I just felt very numb for a good three months. And that's when I really started finding myself. That's when I started, like, challenging myself to win those battles win those mental battles like okay i have to do something with my life i can't stay in the dark forever i can't live in this dark spot in my mind forever i really have to push myself get myself out of it and that's where i'm at right now i'm at the healing stage i'm at the Mm. recovering stage i think for me um it's crazy because it was like complete opposite like i had the best pregnancy Mm. the support system and all that but after like i had malohi i felt like who am i now Mm mm-hmm what am I supposed to do now or how am I going to get to it there or like do I put all my goals aside and how do I get to be the best person that I can be you have to rediscover yourself yeah Yeah, no it's it's becoming a parent is like some real shit because you're finding yourself in a version that you've never found yourself in before yeah and I was when I meant I felt low I felt super low like I felt lost I felt like damn like I couldn't talk to nobody about Mm -hmm. it like just how do I get like how do I go back to work or what do I do now or do, can I still become this it was a lot of questions I had for right. myself and then you have that anxiety like you don't even want to go back to work because yeah. you want to be with your baby you want to yeah. live a life that is fulfilling to you and your child yeah so, and I, I definitely went through a postpartum depression how did you get yourself out of it um basically like my friend she knew me and she knew how I was and she knew that I was down and you know that I wasn't really like realizing my self-worth and stuff mm-hmm and I didn't know how to get to the next level. And she definitely pushed me. I was like, girl, you can do this. Like, come on, this is nothing. Like, just because you had a ba- you can do this with your baby. Like, you can do whatever you want to be, you can be. You know, and I, that was all the motivation I needed. Like, somebody to lift me up and just say, remember who the fuck you are. Right. From that moment on, like, you have troubles here and there. Like, okay, let me do this, do this. And then you back up. Like, no, I need to do this for the home. And, you know, but you, that self-grind, finding yourself. and That hustler comes out of yeah, you. Yeah, and, and it's the best feeling ever. Right, because I can say you've been well, on your shit lately you've been thank you out of fire under your ass like no. running full speed ahead 
yeah, that just feeling the like me knowing that I'm getting per- um, closer to the my fulfilling my purpose in life right. Cause I is think, everything. Yeah, after you're pregnant, that's when you really question like, what is my purpose in life? Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to waste any time just postponing it. That's the question that all every single human being on this planet comes face to face with eventually. Some people face it when they're 50, someone like there's no right age, but that question was staring me in the face. Like, what is your purpose? Fulfill it, fulfill it now. Like find your purpose, stand tall in it, don't look back. Yeah, and then just even going back to work, I was not happy. Like, you know, I'm like, this is not my life. This is not what I want. Just nursing, nursing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really don't care about nursing, but it it pays the bills. (laughs) It pays the bills, right. So now that I'm doing things towards what I want to do in life, building a brand, building a business. I am so much more. I, I wake up happy. You yes. know what I mean? Like, it's a whole new person. What you do affects your mentality because, especially as a mother, if you're going to be spending any time away from your child, it better be worth it. Man. It better be worth it because otherwise you spend the entire time thinking about being home. What you could have been doing. Right. And then it's years wasted. Yeah. Because if you're just spending your entire time wishing you were somewhere else, that's not a good use of life. That's not your, you fulfilling your purpose. If you're, if I'm going to be away from my child, I better be doing something that makes it worth it. I better be doing something that makes me happy. That's going to show my daughter, this is how you live your life. Exactly. And my point is a lot, of, I think that a lot of, I see a lot of parents say, oh, well, I didn't get to do this because I had kids. Well, mm. that, bullshit, because that's your motherfucking excuse. That's Man. for yourself. That's your fault. Don't yeah. blame it on your kids because you're supposed to be their example of how to make it and fulfill your purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't do it, that's on you. Yeah, that's you know why I, mean? I hate that mentality. So many people just say, don't have kids. It'll ruin your life. Don't do it. That is so toxic to, to even put in the air. That's so toxic that some people really believe if you have kids, it ruins your life. And that's why I don't surround myself with people who live in fear. Because mm. fear is what holds you back. And eventually you have to put your energy into faith over, over fear. Otherwise, you never live a fulfilled life. If you're constantly thinking about the negatives that could happen mm-hmm. or... That's like living in your misery. And I feel like that's also like becoming a new mother and all that stuff. Your circle is so tight, you know, mm-hmm. about who you should be around because those are the people that lift you. You have to be very picky about your energy. You have to be very picky about who you allow to have access to you and who you give yourself to. Mm-hmm. Because people will either drain you or uplift you. And you have to you have to pick and choose your battles. You have to pick who's worth it, who's not. That's when you really evaluate your circle, your friend group. Sometimes you might even find yourself by yourself, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Because if you're alone, that means you're you're growing. You have to be alone to really grow, grow through the pain, grow through the struggles to become the best version of yourself. And then once you're that person, the right people will find you. Yeah, it's self-healing. Self-worth is everything. Yeah. You know, you can definitely forget it. <laughs> You forget it. A Being around times. different people, your relationships, whatever. Because while we're going through our journey, we're still going through our life, and it's hard, you know. So and our life is constantly changing. We have to change with it. You gotta evolve. Yeah. You can't stay in one place too long. You can't get too comfortable. You can't think, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be at. I'm good where I'm at. So let me stop here. You have to constantly grow, constantly evolve, and sometimes you'll find yourself outgrowing the people around you. And that's okay. That's okay. And that's what I'm learning. It's, yeah. That's okay. Like. It's no bad blood or, you know, if you're not connected to someone no more, you can be on different paths and that's okay. Yeah, so basically, moral of the story, remember who the fuck you are. Pregnancy or not, baby or not, it doesn't matter. Okay, stand up 10. Remember who you are, find your purpose, stand tall in it, go through the struggles, go through the battles, don't let them defeat you. And don't live in fear. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Spills. Follow us on Instagram at soul.spills to see our visuals and learn more about us.
And follow us on Twitter at Soul Spills for daily soulful tweets. We'll tap in with you guys next week for another Soul Spills Sunday. Please.